so you know, standing in for Justin's parents are two of his best dude friends, uh, Boban Marjanovic and uh, no, um, and Carl's fat older brother, <laughs> and Carl, and fat, fat, fat old Carl, fat Carl. Uh, <laughs> no, what was his name? Swollen, Rodney, swollen Carl. Let's not call him fat. Swollen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. It's my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com, at the Wheel Route on Twitter, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can download the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, maybe Google Play. Uh, we're out there. We're on the web. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at LogwanTheDawn. Coming to you guys live from uh, Rainsville, Florida. Uh, Stewart, Florida here. Um, you know, it's been raining a lot. Lush. It's lush around here, though. Looking green. We're happy to be here. We're thankful. Um, you know, we're thankful for another day on this earth. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where if you guys would like to redirect some of that rain, that would be lovely. Uh, it is very brown and crispy here in the valley recently. Mm. Uh, silver BBC. lining, the drives get a lot of, of run out in the fairway. <laughs> a lot of firm ground, a lot of rolling uh, yardage. That, you don't hit, you don't hit that fade then. You're hitting that nice, you're hitting that nice draw. A lot of run out. Yeah, I'm, I'm still finding some things out with the big stick. The, the <laughs> yeah, you stick and me both, is, brother. <laughs> is, is an ever evolving uh, situation, is what it is. Love um, to hear it. I'm on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. I think I also may be rejoining the elite ranks of Costco members. I saw oh. a, an appealing promo hit my email for for new signups, so I may have to take the plunge and and join the the one percenters again in the warehouse uh, <clears throat> adventures. Yeah. Do you have like any go tos at Costco that you like are you know think you're missing out on right now? Uh, I mean, I think like the rotisserie chicken is always appealing. Just it's a tremendous deal. Like, it is a yeah. tremendous deal. Their chicken salad is also really, really good. Uh, but yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, yes. You you pay for the convenience, for sure. Um, Listen, I think good chicken salad though is like it's yeah. No, I mean like you're getting you're getting nice large chunks of chicken in there. It's not like the blitzed chicken salad that's like is all the one, Is there someone that has like the cher- cherry dried cherries or like some kind raisins? of fruit in it? Uh, or is it the classic? I was trying to I, I've only ever had the classic version. They may sell different uh, iterations of it, but I don't know because I'm not a member and I haven't been in in the, the aisles <laughs> in several years. Yeah. Also, well, that's awesome. uh, looking forward to having access to their rental car rates again. You know, always always comparison oh, yes. shop uh, right. the rental agencies through through the different memberships if I can. So. Smart, smart. Um, yeah, we don't have Costco here, which is a bummer. Yeah, there's talk about getting one here. But... The Costco is coming to Martin County conversation is much akin to the Harrisonburg for getting a um, Olive Garden. Garden conversation. <laughs> it's like a legend. And it probably will happen eventually, but it will be Do you guys probably... Have, uh, like a similar, like a Sam's Club or anything? There's a Sam's Club and a BJ's in Jensen Beach, right? Yeah. Okay. But it's like... Technically, I mean, I mean, in... 
there's a Costco in Palm Beach Gardens too. Technically, just as we're well, never but down it's there. Like, yeah, we're never really down there. So, you know, maybe if I started going down there for work a little more often, it would be worth it. But you'd really have to like be on it, like planning a Costco trip on like of just a random day, which is you know that's part of the beauty of Costco. You can make that happen. Just load up the Yeti and like stop in <laughs> in the morning and just, oh, like load <laughs> yeah. it up on a Thursday. You know, right. Right, get the Yeti and three hundred dollars worth of Costco food stolen uh, yeah. out the back. Out the back. <laughs> exactly. be a good time. So, but anyhow, maybe we'll get one sometime. That would be nice. Yeah, I do miss it. Yes, the, the rotisserie is a smoke. The deal. stuffed peppers are also great. They are. Have to look when into they have that. them. If you like the stuffed pepper, those are good. The avocados, tremendous deal on avocados too. Good to you get know. That sack the sack of avocados is like oh, like six bucks. You get like eight to nine avocados so they also uh have good like soup options some of those like you know just i think it's over there kind of in the same areas like the chicken salad and stuff okay. you've got your like ready-made soups pretty good big fan big fan of the costco right and then it's always just nice you know you can get Samples. mass quantities of drinks and whatnot too i bet i bet they have an elite bubbly situation there George. yeah have to look into it <laughs> maybe that's where right, the cool. topo chica is going Yes, keep us keep us posted. <laughs> keep you appraised on, of the situation. <laughs> on that, who else is here? Uh, it is I, Coach E. Yeah. Here in another week, ready to talk, get some feelings off my chest uh, about this week's episode. Got a lot of feels. And last week's, I mean, uh, yeah, it's been two weeks. Well, times. <laughs> All right. Do you have any um, thoughts on the weather that you'd like to get out there? <laughs> no, I did I, see I you looked a little it. bit draggled today as you had to leave for work in like a. Oh, park. I mean, it just started pouring as soon I mean, as it was time for me to leave the house. The bottom fell classic. Out. You know, had to pull a classic like wear my junky like old navy flip flops until I actually get to the office and like Ooh. change into my nice work shoes. So you know. That's right. That's a young professional with some experience. Exactly. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I should actually get um, a rain jacket. That would definitely make me someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We lost the rain jacket. Yeah. R.I.P. Was that on the great 30th birthday debacle of 2019? No. No. That was at someone's going away party oh, same place, at uh, Square Cooper. Yeah. Same, same location. Lost, different, lost different a day. lot of things at Square Cooper. Number one, my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's keep it moving. So, check-in season. It is um, in August. Third. It's August third. Oh, yeah. I put the wrong date on my calendar at work. Then I have one of those little rotating things. You know, oh, no. you have to go in and whoops, my block slide today. <laughs> I also realized when I went to change the month to August that I never changed it from June to July and I just didn't catch it because it's, you, you know, the J. J and J. J and yeah. yeah. That um, happens. Um, we got some college football coming up this month, so that's exciting. Finally. Excited a change be, up. Excited to be back. Um, COVID is back, which is pretty exciting also. Just in time for um, college football season. Just in time for college football season. Uh, so... You know, shout out to Florida again, leading the nation into a, in another uh, great category. So, okay, we'll keep you guys appraised of that situation. But uh, you know. Stewart uh, Martin County tends to be one of the, uh, I think, higher ones too. I don't think so. 
or maybe it was one of the lower vaccinations. That's probably true, yeah. but I one think, of those I think the, the density of the population is in our favor, at least. However, <laughs> so. however, vaccinations have been going up since like yeah. all the, the variant know. has come out and scaring people a little Cases bit. Cases are so, up, you know? vibes are up, and vaxes are up. So good. It's you know we're we're all trending hopefully in, in some sort of decent direction, but. Uh, Anyhow, whatever. Take care of yourself out there, folks. All right, it's Olympics season two. I don't know that we've talked too much about the Olympics since we've been here. Um, you've been checking in on the Olympics, Jordan? Uh, I not as much as I did initially. Um, I kind of like got out of the blocks hot. If we're going to use yep. race terminology, had a great uh-huh. start off off the line and uh, it turned on. Out. Like my, <laughs> I'll still have it on in the evenings, but for the like last week for four of those evenings it was the golf i wasn't like i wasn't really getting into right. the swimming or the gymnastics or the track field like uh just not a whole lot of compelling storylines that i was aware of in those in those arenas uh and i was content just to let the golf run in the background and uh work on some other stuff so golf is very soothing to have on just yeah. like adjacent to any activities you got going on Emily knows this. Mm. Um, shout out to Xander Shoffley. Yeah. As as a big Xander Shoffley guy, I uh, was, was, happy, was happy to see him bring it home. Um, shout out also to our, our guy, Roy Sabatini, just out here getting it done for his native country, Slovakia. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, he could I mean, walk wow. down the street and slap me in the face tomorrow, and I wouldn't know it was Rory Sabatini. <laughs> right. But uh, well, his shirt, his his outfit might give him away. He's he wears some fairly ostentatious. Well, clothing. he's just got very like a very Elkton face and facial hair <laughs> situation going on. He does. So like you see four of him at Walmart every time here in Harrisonburg. It's a big Walmart look, not a Costco look. <laughs> no, which is why I'm, I probably need, I need to shop with the Xander Shoffleys of the world, not the Rory Sabatinis. <clears throat> That's a good point, um, Emily. Any, any Olympics takes get off your chest? I, I think I'm actually the opposite of Jordan. I followed a lot of swimming and gymnastics yeah, we and found that. a That's lot awesome. of compelling storylines. You know, Caleb yeah. Dressel. Shout wow. out to Caleb Dressel. Just a real Florida Florida boy right there. Go Gators. Gators. I have you seen know? some man footage of him. Yeah. Riding an airboat, I believe. There, yeah. was, yep. there was a segment. Yep. His explanation of his tattoos, the, the different animals, <laughs> how they represent Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes sorry all right so yeah no shout out to caleb dressel and then from the uh women's gymnastics obviously probably everyone at this point has heard about simone biles and her needing to pull out because of a lost in space issue as am i referring to that correctly the spinnies the spinnies yeah. yes the which can be really yeah. dangerous the yeah but um shout out to suny lee you know, yeah. winning the gold for all around. And, I mean, I think just a really compelling storyline. For sure. She's, like, of Hmong. Isn't that what they mm-hmm. said? Descent, which is, Spelled like, a... H-M-O-N-G. A very Hmong. small group of refugees in the United States. Most of them are in her hometown, but, like... Of Minneapolis. But, yeah. Bizarre. Both of her Bizarre. parents were, like, refugees at a, like, really young age. Mm-hmm. Fleeing their country. I mean, it's just a compelling story. Gener- yeah. a, a story for generations, you know, so of overcoming. After her dad, like, fell off a ladder and paralyzed, paralyzed. himself. And yeah. A lot, lot going on there. Yeah. So, love to see it. You know, you love to see just, like, a phoenix rise from the ashes and win gold. Love yeah. to see it. 
And you love to see the Russians get defeated publicly. And know? the Chinese. Especially in and, and, and the Chinese. Yes. <laughs> love, to, love to see all of that. So. Yes. Shout Give me your tears. ROC. Uh, shout out to Michaela Skinner, too. She got to fill in for Simone on the ball, and she got a silver. Yep. And Jade got gold in uh, the, floor. the floor. So, you know, shout out. I love women's yep. gymnastics. <clears throat> deep bench. Deep bench. USA Gymnastics. We, we you know. We're out here. We do this. Yes. Logan's a big fan. Uh, we are also big fans of men's gymnastics. Logan particularly loves the high bar. I love and, uh, the single high bar, and I love when they do the one-hander spin-arounder. Just when they – I think yeah. that there should be – it looks so an, controlled. Like, it looks so cool, yeah. <laughs> I just think there should be an Olympic event. How many loops can you do one-hander <laughs> spinner? Like, that should be – it's like the 100-meter dash. It's like, oh, he got 4.78 revolutions. Like, well, before he just blasted off in, like, some random direction. Like, before he, he got completely dizzy-batted. <laughs> when your grip gives out, you just launch off somewhere. <laughs> they could surround it with those foam, like, uh, tubes. The only thing that would be bad is if you fell, like, straight down. You just yeah. shot yourself straight into the ground. Yeah, but, that, that's you know? a recipe for a head and neck situation but i mean this is gymnastics all right every what's not everybody knows point. how tuck and roll <laughs> yeah exactly so um i do like that i also like that the men's like gymnastics seem a little bit more prone to um like just crotch chop celebrations like they get very stoked and i, I the, the the women like not take anything away like they're ex obviously they're excellent they're much better than the men uh from the usa standpoint but um you know there's just like a lot of you know hugging and like oh great job hugs and like the, the the side face like away from the body hugs and they they hug everyone the men are just like freaking stoked yeah. this is not unlike yeah, how, our, our bachelor versus bachelorette conversation that we had yeah you know it's so like sometimes it's just like fun to watch the dudes bro out lots of just chalk in the air yeah like chalk in the air like let's go a lot of people yelling let's go which is fine i or come on little little you know could stand to be a little bit more specific but you know it's all right. So far, no one has screamed anything like you know insensitive at like a Russian or anything like that. So it's That's probably good. for the best. Twenty twenty one, we're making progress. Yes, exactly. Um, also, water polo has to be miserable. There's oh, no way God. that that's fun. Those guys have to shredded, look though. so yoked. Yeah, there's no way these dudes and ladies don't yeah. look awesome. I mean, swimmers look pretty good in general, but these guys are like combat swimmers. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like it's a catch twenty two because the more shredded you get, the, the denser, the quicker you sink. Yeah, so <laughs> right. You're just fighting this vicious cycle of like, well, I have less body fat now, so I have to work even harder to stay afloat, yeah. so I can fire these missiles into the upper ninety. Right. The up, the the underwater view of that is wild too, because like the pool just seems like shockingly deep. Yeah. Like. Does it need to be that deep? I mean, maybe they do the diving events in that pool too. So it's maybe it's, it's an extra to deep, incentive but... to like stay up above the water. You're like, well, it's 25 feet deep here, so like, yeah, you, I mean, you, so... you better not run out of gas. <laughs> you just like look up, and it's just a mangled mass of people trying to drown each other, and uh, um, while wearing like wrestling headgear. It's very, very interesting. The water polo hat. I think it could stand to you, stand for an update. Like the strings that that get tied underneath seem out of place at this point. We don't have a velcro. We don't have a buckle. You don't have any thoughts on this? No one. Mm-mm. Crickets. That's fine. I haven't I haven't watched enough polo or water Me polo stand up to like really critique the gear. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, they clearly they don't wear a whole lot. They don't wear a whole lot of gear, <laughs> but yeah. they wear that little hats. But they're like 
tied with a bow, like shoelaces underneath their chin. And just, it seems kind of weird given where we're yeah, at. Yeah, it feels like you could just like uh, carve up some like Nike dry fit pro compression stuff and just like secure <laughs> sure. the bag up, up top. Or like, I guess I'm just curious why they have to wear that. I mean, yeah, it is, feels is like, a, like getting, a grabbing risk. Like getting their got, ear ripped off. Loops of string running around. You, like <laughs> right. get your stuck in there. That's that's no bueno. Well, the whole point of wearing the wrestling headgear is so your ears don't get like murdered and you don't get like mega cauliflower at all times, right? Sure. So I mean, I assume it's a similar thought process. Anyway, this is this is a lot of a uh, lot of water polo gear breakdown. This this takes us into our next question though. Saw this floating around the internet today. Emily, you want to lead us in on this one? No, that was your idea. That was you my, I guess I suppose it was my idea. I, I threw this to Jordan. We had a little bit back and forth, and we decided to table it for the pod. So um, there was a, uh, a, a, I guess, a, I don't know, was it a meme, an Instagram post? It was One a of those. Tweet. Originally a tweet. Originally a tweet from making this SAS box. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Miss sure Sassbox. Give credit where credit is. Sassbox Grand Supreme at yeah. Miss Sassbox. All right, so you got four years to train and win a bronze medal in, in one of the Olympic sports. You get $50 million. All right, so with four years of unfettered training, which one do you think you could do? Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan, I'd like to hear from you. Yeah, so uh, upon initial review of the list, my kind of my top three, if you will, to use bachelor speak, uh, would, <laughs> okay. have been, would have been shooting, um, canoe slalom or canoe sprint. And Ooh, I think sprint. I've settled on canoe sprint as mine. That has to be the least technically challenging of the canoes. I was yeah, watching well, one of the canoes. <laughs> well, I mean, I was watching the slalom. Well, I was watching the slalom and the slalom is very stressful it's a very stressful watch did you watch any of that no I, and okay again hand up haven't seen any of the canoeing events but <laughs> just just based on their names like i i initially eliminated all of the sports in involving projectiles like badminton or tennis because i can't yeah, like no these people have been watching these things and how they react off of rackets or bats or surfaces their entire life i can't <clears> catch up in four years but Correct. I've and something like where my build as as an athlete as, is not as much of a disadvantage, I think, would be the canoe. I think I'm low enough to the water surface to where I don't have my arms don't have to travel as much distance to to get another stroke in. Um, so I'm ready for the canoe sprint. Sign me up. 50 mil. Yeah, Direct I deposit. will say I watched some of the slalom. Is it slalom? Is that what they call it? Canoe yeah. slalom, and it's like Jordan. They have like a man-made whitewater situation, and they've like got like different like blocks in it, and then there's gates, and they're different colors. And some of the gates you have to actually go around the gate and come back upstream through it. Okay. And other ones you have to go like through it, like downstream. So it like forces you to actually stop against the current and like turn. It was very, it was very stressful to watch. That's why when you threw that out when you first said that, I was like, no way, like that, that, that would be so hard. It's so, it seems so high volatility. These people are like ducking their head inside the gate. Um, I mean, you could maybe luck your way into one, but I just, it seemed like it was much more technically challenging than just like mashing in the canoe would have been for the canoe sprint. Which yeah. I, so I, I think, I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Emily. 
Um, so my thought process at first, I was like, well, cycling, cause I do it recreationally. But then I was like, Ooh. oh my God, the amount of work you would have to do to be really good at that would be yeah. exhausting. Like, I don't, I don't think I want to do something that requires that much just training, especially in the Florida heat. But I did, <laughs> I did actually land on the same answer as Jordan and decided on canoe sprinting. Oh. Uh, it was that or rowing. I was like, yeah. look, yeah. I got the shoulders and back muscles are, you know, I don't have a problem with that. Let's go. I think I'm Let's fairly go. good at kayaking already. So, you know, what's another four years of training? Right. Yeah. I think, Jordan, you might be onto something with shooting. Like, I mean, like the people who do like the ski shooting and stuff are fantastic, but I wonder if you only did that for four years if you would get like super awesome at it. Like you yeah. definitely would. Right. Um, I think my answer, I picked rowing. Um, so similar, similar thought process to you guys. I don't want to take anything away from the row, all the rowers that listen to this podcast, but at the end of the day, rowing has to be like relatively low skill. It is very much predicated on Usually you'd be in like six four and in awesome shape. Jordan, I don't know if you ever ever seen the rowers at UVA like running around. Oh, they yeah. were like basically they train like wrestlers. Like they're just always jogging and rowing and lifting. They're big guys, but there is space for a small guy, the coxswain. I think I could be the coxswain if I really got my body weight way down. I got a good build for that. So you would want to do like the team rowing versus yeah. individual. Well, I mean, I, I think maybe I could do individual. I just don't know if I have the, I don't know if I have the pull length gotcha. individually to sure. be a, a plus rower, but I think I could fit into a rowing team. I got good motor, great big leg drive. Guy. Yeah. Big, you know, people, people uh, like listening to me yell at them through the little microphone. Great again. Yeah. So I think that, um, but yeah, I mean, some of these, like, you would have no chance. Like, rugby, no way. Boxing, I mean, it's like a lifetime sport. Um... I'm really surprised neither of you chose golf. Like, if you had four years... No way. ...to, like, just dedicate yourself... Yeah, and so this is, this is an interesting conversation because I've said for the past couple years, like, when I win the Mega Millions and I quit my job, I'm going to spend two or three years just, like, hire the team put the squad together and see like how how far if you could if you could build a if you could build a corn could i build myself could i build slash buy myself a a professional golf career um so yeah i think i think that one is interesting but again it's one of these things where like they've been doing it for so long and it is such uh like just muscle memory it it just feels like something that they have ingrained like i i can't imagine the canoe sprinters that you're lining up against have been doing that since they were like four and so i think there's like there's less differentiation in in that sport than like golf golf would be a ton of fun but i'm just trying to get bronze here you don't think you could sit behind the dish on the baseball team and like you know hit one ten, but like you know bat in the eight hole and just like let the team carry you to uh, carry you to bronze? Well, and that's where the line gets blurred. Of like, yeah, yeah, I could the be team, on the, the team sports team. are. Yeah, I could be right. the fifteenth guy and let KD <laughs> me. At, shout out to Michael Felder. True. For this one up, but right. Yeah, I mean, if if it was purely individual, I am the canoe sprinter, by and large. <laughs> Love it. And I'm surprised you didn't pick weightlifting. Oh, I don't think with four years I could you be could an elite, be elite weightlifter. Those people, again, that's the same thing like Jordan's saying. Like, 
the people that are really good at it, especially at the at the weight category I would have to lift at, like, I mean, I would basically have to double the amount I lift, which, I mean. And you don't think you could do that with four years of uninterrupted training? Well, could I do, could I do PEDs for 2.5 of the four years and then, like, <laughs> and cycle down? I mean, yeah, I mean so like, maybe you could get competitive. Yeah, I could there's maybe also the qualify element. for the Olympics on, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, with four, four unfettered years also, of like just back squatting. Four unfettered years, and you already have, like, it wouldn't be like you'd be coming in blind. Like, you have the, like, foundational skill set true. already. So you would be, like, fine-tuning the technical skills while building Yeah, capacity. but, like, I'm just saying, like, the guy, that guy Lou from China is... Like, he set a world record at this, and he clean and jerked 467 pounds at, like, 179 pounds body weight. Like, I already weigh 20-plus more pounds than that. And so I'd have to cut 20 pounds and double my clean and jerk. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 almost double. I mean, you know, that's crazy. So, but, but you just got to get a bronze. I mean, he won, he won a gold. So, you know, you just got to get bronze. So just got to come in like, you know, three or four kilos under that. So yeah. <laughs> I think there's also the element of like these, some of those sports like weightlifting or the golf, like that we do yeah. recreationally. These people have like an extensive competitive background as well sure. of doing this under pressure, That's under true. the bright lights, whatever you want to say. So it's like, yeah, I went out and shot 40 in nine holes tonight. That's great. I could probably get it under par with four years of dedicated training. But then to just like roll me out on the Olympic stage. (laughs) You you did not play competitively until you were 30 years old. Play some good golf. Please go get a bronze medal for the Stars and Stripes, young man. That would be a wild proposition. What a compelling story, though, right? Oh, like, yeah. you probably wouldn't blink an eye at a canoe sprinter who's like, oh, yeah, I just started doing this four years ago. A golfer who comes out and wins right. bronze, I mean, I'd get at on. least two E60 segments dedicated <laughs> solely yeah. to me. Uh, what do you guys think the about The Jordan story. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, again, Jordan, this probably filed this under canoe sprinting. The BMX bike racing also looks like you could maybe figure that out. Sure. Just yeah. to say. I'd agree with like, that. Like, I, I, it's, I mean, you just got to probably get over the fear of, like, doing jumps. But other than that, it looks like it's pretty much just drag racing and then, like, being, you know, getting in the turns and doing jumps and stuff. Yeah, we got powerful hips, too. So we, we know all about generating <laughs> yeah. torque. So that, flag that one under there, too. Weightlifting would be, weightlifting is the one that I'm currently best suited for, but certainly would not have a prayer to qualify <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, I I would need to add like a lot of weight just to qualify for like the American Open. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. So. You'd have a ways to go. But you know, four years, a little osterin, some some creatine, a little uh, you know, casual PED usage. We could probably get this done. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to A Rod's guy. Just be yoked. Just absolutely just hammer shredded. Or get whatever Tim, get on whatever Tim Tebow's on. He he seems to be looking pretty uh hard work and the love of Jesus days. and occasional Chick-fil-A. Just kidding. He probably only eats um PDQ because he's an investor. <laughs> that's the chicken. That's the chicken he believes in. <laughs> Alright. Well this was fun, so now let's move to the not so fun stuff and yeah. talk about really really a tough really a, a tough couple of episodes here for the Bachelorette. Um sweet Katie having a time um these are always tough episodes to get through the emotions are very raw and very real 
to use a Hannah Brown. They're so um, vulnerable. Yeah, there's they're very people are very vulnerable in these moments. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had the Mentel all last week, but they gave us like a ten minute prelude to the hometowns in which uh, our guy Sweet Mike A sent himself home mm-hmm. after having a FaceTime with his son. Yeah. Are are we are any of us doubting the the veracity of the FaceTime with the son being the sole trigger for Mike A going home? Yes. I'm a little skeptical. <laughs> okay. I think if he really <laughs> thought Katie was the one, yes. that he would have maybe had a different type of conversation with her. Right? Like it would have been more of a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like No, I, I know you're saying. Yeah, maybe he would have found a way of making it work out, right? Like, sure. is there a way? I don't know. I don't know what you work out because it's, it's not like, hey, I just need to go home for a few days and see my son because then you have to quarantine again. I get it. Like, But I think it was like he really didn't see himself with Katie. This has maybe opened him up to like, oh, I, I can put myself out there and date again. And like, mm-hmm. so let me just excuse myself now. And, like, yeah, it's just convenient that my – I think his, he did genuinely, too, wanted to be there for his kid. It just happened to be, like, oh, like, this outweighs this. I think if it had, if he had seen a future with her, he would have stayed. Yeah. That's yeah, my I mean, thought. I, I think that's – Thinking that that's probably what was, like, if I have a future with her, that's ultimately also what's best for my son. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I think, like, I – Again, I'm not a parent. I don't know how child rearing works, but like the kid seems young enough that it's like him just saying that as a one off is not like the course of his beliefs for the rest of his life. Like yeah. you can you surely can talk your way through uh what's what's going on and maybe explain things better to him, like have the it'll all make sense in in a few weeks conversation rather than just like okay yeah i'm coming back so it felt like aha this provides a convenient re- like it's a legitimate reason to leave but right. it it seems like he pounced on it pretty quick rather than like right. really i mean it's also a legitimate money. it's also a legitimate reason not to go in the first place too but yeah and that's my <laughs> but, thing and at this yeah, point so. you're probably you're probably away from home taking a guess here let's say he's been gone I mean, Hunter, Hunter wouldn't have sent himself home. Okay. <laughs> like, at this point, what's another two weeks that you're gone? Yeah, it's the like, whole sunk cost thing. <laughs> like, I've already yes. invested this much, and I'm this close. Yeah. yeah. Why not just ride it out? I also don't see... I know there's been a lot of chatter about, like, Mike A being the next Bachelor. Yeah. I don't see how you do that after leaving the show for the sake of your son. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... That's not a good look if you leave for your son, but then you come back as a bachelor. No, the son's just gonna be there. Oof. He's gonna be making sure out. Sweet like, with he's dead. gonna be like making out with like Alyssa B from Sioux Falls, they and did like have, his son is just gonna be there's like, hanging out. There was a former out. bachelorette. I want to say it was Emily Maynard, and she had a daughter that like I think like was there, like never met the guys or was like involved in filming, but, but like, like to see mommy. Yeah, like she was there on site, and they like shared a room or whatever. I guess, but she just uh-huh. ate hella room service. <laughs> yeah, so Tenders I mean, it's days. possible. I just can't imagine like putting your kid through that. Yeah, no, that that's crazy. 
Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, Mike Mike A seems like a nice enough guy, but like I said, I think it's just as simple as that. He probably just like realized like, hey, okay, he's probably not like the one for me for forever, forever. So I'm, I'll take an opportunity to sort of like take the high road and send myself home. Much like Katie kind of did to a, a lot of people this season. Like, you know, hey, you're probably not going to win, so you should probably go home. Yeah. yeah. And so he kind of did it to himself. Gosh, and I've got to imagine, I don't know who he was planning on like bringing to his hometown date, but like, the thought of going from my wife died a couple of years ago and now I'm going to be introducing like my parents to this woman I've been seeing for a few weeks. Like oh, the, the first, what we can assume is the first woman he's dated since yeah. his wife passed away. Like that's got to put things into perspective too. Like, am I really ready to do that? And in this oh, certainly. yeah. like I can't imagine, I mean, that feels a little bit exploitive too. Right. Oh, listen, I think he made the right call. I just yes. think that, like, it also was a bit of a move on his oh, part. For like, sure. he, he definitely, like, capitalized on the opportunity to, like, have kind of a cheerful goodbye and get himself out of there before it was, like, too high leverage or there was, uh, like, you know, fantasy suites playing in or him having to invite people to, uh, you know, meet. So, anyhow. Well, works. yeah. And, like, the, the conversation, the exit interview he had with Katie, like, he was not that tearful at all. He was just like, Okay, like I, I'm glad we had what we had, but I'm ready to go home now. Like he got what he needed out of it in terms of moving forward with that part of his life. But is um is is going home undefeated on this season if you go to talk to Katie like separately? What? Like you know what I'm saying? Like every person who's gone to talk to Katie like separately has has gone home, right? (laughs) Yep. Well, wait went to check in on her Checked that's on true her. that's true oh. yeah, the, yeah but that wasn't the... like a that wasn't a go talk like a conflicted go talk to her like, oh, right. I, need to, I need to talk about us he was like um i've I'm got a boner and a boom box yeah. <laughs> yeah right i want some kisses do we need to talk about any of the mental law no god no, no. it was awful <laughs> Really disappointed that we did not get Thomas in the flesh. Thomas via Zoom was terrible. I'd like to point that out that that was that was just a, just a really bad touch. Yeah, yeah. He is he comes off could not come off more phony. He might be more phony than Carl. Yeah. I like Carl's leaning into his villain role too. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Did okay. Did, so I'm assuming y'all have seen the same commercials for Paradise I've seen. Is Thomas yes. in Paradise as well? Yes. Okay. I thought I caught a glimpse. but All all the shysters. Yes. So this is probably like trying to give Thomas some kind of redemption storyline for Paradise. Bring him out of the total mud. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas, if you could stand in in front of the screen, we're going to show some grainy footage of you with your earbuds in. And you could just make it. Don't tell them we're pointing a gun at you. (laughs) (laughs) And also, Katie. I just want to apologize for everything. <laughs> okay. All right. Emily, take us away into proper hometowns. So we start with Blake's Canada date. And I just want to say my first complaint about the Canada date, because we've had it before on that James's season. Yeah, I was going to say, feet. did they just like reuse all the <sighs> props and decorations? Like, oh, yes. good. We so. The answer is George. yes. Like, the, trucks, also, the trucks just went straight to the US. Here's my problem with it. Why is it just like a Canada date 
rather than like their specific like province. Like if or, you're from British Columbia yeah, or, hometown, or, or Quebec, or, hometown, or yeah, like yeah. like come on, like the other guys are going on an American. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And so it just come on, get a little more specific here instead of just calling it well, Canada. In Canada we put maple syrup on everything. Anyhow, uh, it, I was also disturbed by just like how much production is leaning into like oh well katie is like sex positive and blake is super sexual so just like everything about their date had like these sexual undercurrents to them and it was just too much yeah yeah the, i mean the syrup thing was so dumb and so was riding the, the mechanical moose uh, and then they played hockey yeah. And they had to go to the penalty box. The sin bin, if you will. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The maple syrup. I keep this next to my bed. Like, no, oh. First of all, no, you don't. Do you use this in the bedroom? Like, Chris. Chris. Don't want to know. The answer is no. He doesn't. No. Better not. This is very dumb. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, anyhow. Okay. Blake is... They, I mean, we met Blake's family. Yep. He also gave. Well, this was before his... that, before that, we got the weird cutaway of like Greg seeing them yes. and oh, yeah, yeah. around hockey. on his balcony. <laughs> sad Greg. Sad Greg was sad. Sad yeah. Greg was sad. It broke my heart. Emo Greg. Six months stomach. What kind of what kind of uh, emo music do you think he listens to? Is he more of a dashboard, Jimmy's World kind of guy? Are we talking like Simple Plan? Yeah, I mean, probably dashboard. He seems dashboardy. Um, maybe a little. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe even some uh, death cab. Oh, oh yeah, some deep emo cuts. <laughs> death cab for cutie. Oof. Oh, oh yeah, I had those days. He's just listening to DCC uh... days. <laughs> Shout, that's what my hey, mom was really worried there. about we've, me. We've all been there. I've been there too. <laughs> With you... my cord over my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Snow Patrol? Maybe a little Snow Patrol? Oh, there's a throwback. That's not really emo. I don't know, that one song. That's more like early, just 2000s. Like, that's kind of... Alt rock. What was the other band that my mom still listens to? (laughs) Shout out, Nancy. Seether? No, it'll come to me later. There's like a song about waiting for you by like the photo, the phone booth or something. Oh, oh, like the fray? Yeah! I was gonna say Lifehouse, but the fray. Lifehouse, Snow Patrol, the fray. I kind of lump those in the same like alt rock. Yeah, yeah just like sad alt songs. Yeah. Gavin yeah. DeGraw. <laughs> we saw we saw him standing up at the Gavin Orange Bowl. Gavin DeGraw. That's the last live uh, music performance oh, I ever went. To. Probably true. Yeah. Oh wow. That's <laughs> just sad. like it all it all dawned on us. Wait. Gavin DeGraw and the people in front of us were hyphy for Gavin DeGraw oh man side note alright yeah so anyhow Greg lurking broke his heart he's sad Um, upset boy then um, Blake gives Katie like the worst like speech before they go in to meet his family Blake is such a he reviews the names with her and then he goes just remember you don't have to be great you just have to be yourself like (laughs) Okay, <laughs> like, are you saying I'm not great? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And then, well, okay, I'll get into that in a minute. But what did we think about Blake's family? I mean, aggressive, aggressive eyebrow game. I, I see where he gets it from. 
Yeah. Like, it just all of it. Like they're all like variations of the same core person, which right. was pretty entertaining to watch. Yeah. They seem like the vibe I got from them is they're very open. We talk about everything kind of family. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't dislike them. I no, just, no, no. You know, I just thought like, yeah, and his his sister was great. She cut right to it. Oh, I loved it. She like, him. you were in love with, you were in love with Claire. Uh, Claire. You, you were in love with Tasha. Now you're in love with Katie. Well, they, technically, they kind yeah, of reminded me love. of like toned down, really toned down Jer- Jersey Shore personalities. Yeah, just kind of like with how like aggressive, but. <laughs> willing just like willing willing to talk about it they were yeah probably the eyebrows too yeah very do we know we do we know what part of canada blake is from our guy jared freed pointed out that uh it would appear that his mom was doing a shania twain cosplay which i thought was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) and then he said basically all all uh, (laughs) all canadian women are doing shania twain cosplay at some point in their life i thought that was pretty funny uh but yeah, she's she's we the don't goat. Know. Manitoba, Saskatchewan. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, whatever. It's Canada, so they had to get there. They could get into the country. I'm assuming they had to like probably do the whole like quarantine for two weeks before they came, oh, and they'll probably have to quarantine two weeks that's before for, like, they go back. That's for like a couple hours. I mean, I think that's Canada's yeah, regulations. brother showing off his girlfriend, his third girlfriend he met on TV. And uh, in the last like playing, nine months, like, yeah, playing some street hockey in New Mexico. Gosh, yeah, pretty bad. Well, maybe it was on ABC's done. I would hope. But yeah. Beyond <laughs> the family, though, it's just very interesting that Blake and Katie just keep insisting on like how they're not in love, but they're like definitely gonna get there. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, is it's is Blake <laughs> is Blake like the only one that's like hip to like Katie's? like policy that like she's like not telling anybody that she loves them that's a good question like, i don't know that, like, will he play, seems... <laughs> that will come up yeah <laughs> well i mean it will but i'm just saying like i mean like katie's like seems like she's like oh, you know i'm keeping that that's the one thing that i can keep to myself like, okay whatever but then also like but like is this is blake like interested in being there at the end because <laughs> it seems like he's just kind of pushing it off like oh well yeah we'll see uh, yeah, his family really seemed to be pushing. Like, you gotta tell her if you want to be able to stick Where's, around. It's like the damn uh, Ben and his sister <laughs> with Tasha. Like, you yeah. dummy, like tell her. And he's like, oh my gosh, I do. I am. I do love her. her. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Holy smokes. Oh, what a throwback. <laughs> I miss that guy though, man. His, Can we get Ben in paradise? Childlike innocence was just so so pure. So pure to have on the show. That was something. <laughs> I, I think I need Luke P in Paradise. That would really set Paradise off. Yeah, as much as I can't stand the guy, I'm kinda ready for some like Luke P energy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would like to just see how Luke chaos. P interacts with like a Thomas or a Carl. Like bring bring oh, those man. Those uh, conflicts clashes to my TV screen yes. at once. Yes. You see, just Luke P, just like absolutely dominating poor Abigail. Like, oh. <laughs> like oh, this guy uh, would be tough. All right. Well, so how do we feel? So Blake, um, you know, they shake hands. We're good to go. We yeah. move on. All right. We're they make on... better friends than lovers. That's it was right. lackluster. Yeah. Yeah. Not a whole lot of luster this episode. So we move on to Justin, um, who gets the unfortunate uh, duty Look, of I having a Baltimore say, date. Baltimore. 
all of these dates and trying to like, oh, like I'm bringing Baltimore to freaking New Mexico or Canada really just showed off just how awful New Mexico appears to be. I mean, not great. I, I would much rather be in any of the other places but New Mexico. It's just brown everywhere you look. They just, it's terrible. Terrible landscape. Sorry, New Mexico. I mean, it doesn't it's, make me want to. It's, come it's the desert thing. Like, I understand why people like the desert. But Arizona, but it's not for me. Arizona but it's not for me. is a prettier desert than whatever we're looking at here in New Mexico. <laughs> I mean, if you say so. I think at least in Arizona, you get like cool, like mountainscapes and stuff. There's like ski resorts in New Mexico. Well, not where they're staying. It might, well, it sure, might be a, a locality issue. Like where they're staying looks like. The place you I mean, kind of like pull off Mexico, when like you're just most, like beautiful driving in the through, and you gotta find like a Motel Eight, and it's just in the middle of like sketchy nowhere, and you're like, oh. That's I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't think New Mexico is getting a great a edit whole. on sure. this on this show. I think New Mexico has more to offer than whatever this godforsaken prison place is that they're hosting this show. Yeah. Well, and I, I'd be interested to know, like. Cause you don't just plop a resort in the middle of nowhere. Like, so what, what is surrounding this place in yeah. terms of town city? Like they obviously can't pop them out of the resort into public without breaking uh quarantine or, or whatever. So they are limited in that regard for sure. Um, but yeah, it, it would be interesting just cause, cause the way we see it, filmed it's like wow this is a a a mirage in the desert like and this is the only thing that exists within miles but it doesn't appear to be like in the mountains to emily's point and i I do think that like new mexico has a significant mountain situation going on Mm -hmm. in parts of it and it's not there so the badlands if you will all right so we move on to justin's new mexico baltimore date um we we are first greeted with an uncomfortable conversation between justin and his parents in which Justin's parents basically just tell him they're not they're not coming, um, and they don't agree with the the show and the premise and and all that. I mean, shout out to them. Shout out. <laughs> I wouldn't want to quarantine to come on a show that I wasn't like a fan of either. You know. Sure. Right. So, um, so you know, standing in for Justin's parents are two of his best dude friends, uh, Boban Marjanovic and. Uh, <laughs> now um and carl's fat older brother (laughs) (laughs) fat old carl Carl. Uh, (laughs) no what was his name rodney swollen carl let's not call him fat swollen Carl. they had like i remember like tom and yeah it wasn't like a whole it wasn't very inspiring cast of, of friends um but anyhow they did a date uh they ate some crabs they rode around in a uh, in a, a horse drawn carriage in front of a graffiti wall. Yeah, <laughs> which, was, which was interesting. Interesting thought. Um, Justin got really excited that she liked ranch dressing. No blue cheese. Blue cheese. Sorry, blue cheese. Um, my bad. Uh, I mean, listen, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here for oh, yeah. things that happened on this day. They were really trying to move us through this one. Um, and yeah, that was about it, right? Yeah, not much to say. Justin's not going to win. I don't think Justin uh, can win. No. no. 
Um, he's doing he's a good job of like selling that he has a chance. Yeah, yeah. He is bought in for sure. Do you think Justin could be a bachelor candidate? No. Not compelling enough, or just not. Not compelling enough. Yeah. I think it would be boring. Was Peter a very compelling character? No, but I also didn't want. Well, Peter I'm to just be what I'm saying. Well, okay, but I'm just putting. <laughs> Given given their recent performance, they don't exactly put guys on there who are compelling. Probably because compelling people have you know real relationships and friends and, and stuff and don't need to come on the show. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, any thoughts on Justin before we move on? No, uh, I I guess the only thing would be like he. I guess I'm. I feel like he knows he's not going to win. And he's just like enjoying what's what's left of his stay there. Like, I I can't tell sometimes if he really believes he has a chance or if he's just like leaning into like, okay, I'm here, but I know I don't have a shot. So I'll be interesting to see how his his exit plays out in terms of his emotions, how he receives it, because <laughs> uh, it could go a lot of different directions. Yeah. Yeah, like I wonder if he's just like really trying to talk himself into it or if he knows. But who knows? Who knows? All right, Emily, let's get to the, the meat of this show here. Sweet Greg. Sweet emo Greg had had himself a, a doozy of a date, but uh let's let's hear about it. Yeah. So he had like a New Jersey date. Uh <laughs> they went to like a, well he had like an inflatable surf board thing kind of much like the mechanical bull to mimic like the boardwalk in new jersey they ate some like pork sandwiches pork rolls or whatever pork roll, yeah. and then at one point greg recreated the like kiss in the rain from their one-on-one date whatever um then we meet his family and uh first of all Poor Greg's brother really got the short end of the the stick with the family genetics there. Yeah. Yikes. So wait, it was his brother, his mother, and his a like best friend. Best dude friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, his friend looked more like his brother. Like they <laughs> yeah. could have passed his brothers than he and his actual brother. Right. Yeah. Anyhow, the family seemed lovely. They reminded me a lot of. Um, we figured out his name the other night. Tasha's fiance. Zach. They remind me of Zach's family. Just yeah. like very invested in Greg, very like caring, loving Think family. So highly of him. Like, yes. Yeah. There was a lot of it's so good to see you happy again talk. Yeah, very no, similar to Zach's Zach. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then Greg just decides, like, at the end, well, I should also say, like, Katie gives a very mechanical speech to Greg's mom. One that she's given pretty much every family member or friend in Justin's case of like, I'm not telling anyone I love them. I'm saving it for the end. Blah, blah, blah. I really think that she thinks that that is like going to land, like going to get her credit. Yeah. And I don't think at this stage, given the gravity of the relationships in theory, she is getting anything for that. No, absolutely like, She's not. leading in with the, like, it's the one thing that I can keep, you know, just for us. And it's like, well, it's so, really so what's the point? It's who's like you're win? expecting people to tell you that they love you, but right. you're not going to offer that up. But And then she tells his mom that 
but like he's for sure going to be here next week like he's getting a rose like he is my front runner i hate to use that language and it's like well then don't don't use that language yeah. so that was already kind of a glimpse of like katie is definitely <laughs> how do i want to put it like watching it playing the game you know like she's filling her role she seems to really enjoy the role and maybe it's getting to her head a little bit um so then greg decides to pour his heart out to her about you know you're really the first person i've been able to open up to about my dad and how that's affected me you're the only person that's like made that emptiness feel like full again like you fill this hole that my dad left behind and i've been telling my family that you're the one and i really can see myself like proposing to you at the end of this and she hits him with first of all just this like she's just staring at him and smiling the whole time he's pouring his heart out and then she just says i just love looking at you well he's like what like because like, she's I like think, saying nothing yeah she's point. she's not even like she looks like a freaking robot attempting to reciprocate yeah really weird very strange like really strange i mean i i mean Greg isn't, like, my favorite person, but, sure. I mean, I got to say, like, like he went for it and got absolutely zilch in return. Nothing. And I felt bad for the guy. Felt <laughs> so really bad. Moment. Really bad. That's, like, as bad as when, like, if you tell someone you're in love with them and they hit you with a, like, thank you. <laughs> what do you <laughs> do with that? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Which is a big move on this show as well. And so, yeah, I felt really bad for him. Well, let's get before I just do the whole breakdown on my own. Let's you know, let's just start with: Are you Team Greg or Team Katie, and why? I mean, I think I'm. If I have to pick, I'm Team Greg. I think Katie handled it really poorly, and didn't do anything. Like Greg is attempting to have an actual relationship, and it appears that Katie like kind of is not. And in my mind, like. Again, I think Katie thinks she's, like, saving something so that, like, she can have a special moment down the road. But, like, when Greg asked, like, they went into the hallway and were talking, like, and Greg was like, and she was like, well, what do you mean? I don't understand. And, like, he was like, what do you mean? What do I, what do, what do you mean? Like, what do I mean? Like, I, I need to know, like, is it going to be you and me at the end of this? Like, I mean, that that's like, yeah, there's three people left. You have to know, like, if, if like, where this is going. And, like, she can't, on one hand, say she's here to find her husband and fall in love and then like basically refuse to do the falling in love part until the last episode and think that all these guys are just like not going to be somewhat strung along by this like that i mean i understand this is this is all through the context of the bachelorette right which is just preposterous but i mean i'm just for and for those reasons i'm team greg (laughs) i i don't like i don't want to be that guy but i like I refuse to take a side here because I see like major flaws with, with the way both of them handled this. Um, I think in Katie's defense, potentially, I'm not sure I completely buy this, but let's just throw this out as like devil's advocate. She, she seems to have gotten to the point of like brainwashed almost into this, like, this is the process. It yes. works. Yes. It 100%. will work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so I think that's kind of her like 
she's she's got it in her head that it will play out in this magical finale way and and admitting to greg during hometowns that yeah it's going to be you at the end ruins that and makes her Mm -hmm. less of a bachelorette and ruins Mm -hmm. her experience on the show and cheapens the process so i think Mm -hmm. all that could be playing a part Again, I don't know if I buy all of that, but I think it is a reasonable thing to consider is that she's just kind of so in her head about like, I don't think she's enjoying the role. I think she's just like trying to play it out the way yes. she's got it in her head because this is so I I, yeah. I struggle to just be like, oh, Greg, that poor guy, because I think he was it seemed like he was fishing a little bit with like his his dumping of his heart i understand like absolutely those are valid feelings and stuff but when you don't get what you wanted in return that i don't i don't know that it's completely fair to just like throw throw a tantrum kind of the way he did yeah because he said like it he told his mom like it was it's concerning that she hasn't said it back to me yet and I, it would mean so much to me for her to do that. And so that's where the, like, does he know how she's treating that comes into play? Like, have they had that conversation? Because, again, like a lot of things on the show, I think some of the tension and uh, conflict would just be solved if people communicated <laughs> with each other better. So yeah. I yeah. don't yeah. feel good yeah. saying I'm team either one of them in this situation. That's a good point. I do think, though, that, uh, I mean, and and whatever paltry defense for Greg, like, I don't think, <clears throat> I think Greg could have been satisfied with an answer that, other yes. than, I love you too. Yes. But she didn't give him any answer. Yeah. Like, no. she gave him, like, absolutely nothing. Not, not like, Greg, like, I want you to know that, like, you're so special to me, too. You have a place in my heart, too. Like, there was, like, no even attempt at that. She just said, like, I like right. the way you look. I, I or like even just being able to say, like, and again, I know that in real life this wouldn't play out as well, but on the show, even to just say, like, oh, my gosh, that means so much to me to yeah. hear you say that and like, to know where you stand. I know this has been so hard yeah, for you. Yeah, just, like, at least emote something say something other than i just love looking at you and kind of she even kind of one laughed snickered at him and then she immediately pounces on him like what just happened you just shut down like you're giving up on us like saying all these hurtful things and like to her i guess like again like maybe greg's detriment Greg Def, I mean, he did shut down and he kind of went the passive route. He redeemed himself later and we'll get into that. But he kind of just started putting it back on her. Like, well, why do you think I'm shut down? And like, in a way, trying to give her opportunities to say like, ooh, like I didn't respond the best. Like, let me take this back. But instead she just, again, brings up the process. Like, well, this is hard and there's still guys here and it sucks. And it's like, sure, all that's true. But all he wanted to say, her to say was, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. Like, I just put a major wall up when you said that. Like, acknowledge that you hurt him. Don't put the blame on the process again. Yeah. I think that's his main point. Is she, what you said, Jordan, she's just so robotic at this point in her role. 
that like he's yeah. not getting anything real from her. And like he definitely did get upset and threw like a bit of a tantrum yes. and like and doubled down yes. on like all the things that he said like several times. So it's kind of like it did come off. Jordan, I, I agree with you. Like it did come off a little bit like he was sort of like pressuring her into saying something after all that. But like I don't think after the initial like conversation that they had on the couch that like I felt like he was necessarily in the wrong. Right. Well, and so I, I don't even know if he would have been satisfied with a response of like, yeah, thank you. That means so much to me. Oh no. Who's to say, but like, I I, I would have been like, yeah, his, this entire season, he seems to be displaying a lot of insecurity about like, where do I rank amongst these other guys that are still here, even though he claims sure. to not care about like who's number one, who's number two. He <laughs> wants, he very clearly wants to know that he's number one and he wants to be told that so that he can simmer down and whatever gears in his head have been driving him crazy can just stop. And yeah. so uh, did she respond the best? Absolutely not. Could have done way right. better, but I don't necessarily buy that. Like he would have just been, fine with hearing anything short of yeah i love you too that is probably true i just think that katie performed much worse than greg yeah given the yeah. things that happened that's fine so, yes yeah. but i and to your point though jordan i also think for those reasons it's actually a really good thing he left because if he's dealing with these kind of insecurities on the show even if it even if she chose him at the end, just imagine like if you're having that much insecurity and then you're in the relationship, having to watch the show back together and like seeing her relationships really play out. I think given what we saw from Greg at hometown, I don't think if they ended up together after the show that if, if they did end up together at the show, if there's some kind of like wild, you know, hail Mary that happens, I can't imagine it's going well, given his insecurities. So for those reasons, I think it, it's good. And I think, again, like, I don't think Katie, I, I thought I agreed with Greg's points. I don't think he was getting anything real from her. I think she was being very robotic and what you said, very brainwashed to just saying all the like bachelorette type things to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think for him, that was just confirmation of his insecurities and what he was feeling. Like, I don't know that I can be with someone where and see myself proposing to someone where I don't even know where they're really at. So I get it. Yeah. And I think she could have done a better job of relating to him as a person rather than relating to him as like, I'm the bachelorette and you're the contestant and you (laughs) just have to like hang in there a couple more weeks and trust in us. Like, yeah. what does that even mean? Like, trust Well, cause like, us. that's basically the same like line that like Blake has given her. Like, yeah. Just, you know, trust in us, you know, we'll get there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I just kept waiting for, for him. And this is when he flipped it around and did the whole, like respond to a question with a question. Like just, if he could have just said on that couch that night, yeah. just like, I just told you, everything about how i feel how do you feel in response like trying to be very directly draw it out of her not like not try and blind lead her blindly it it, yeah it it was messy 
he could have done a better job than I'd have. I think he tried in a way to kind of redeem himself by being more open about it the, the next day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, on the couch, he could have said, like, I need to know how you're feeling. Or even just saying in that moment, like, wow, I'm really hurt that you haven't said anything. Like, yeah. it just, it got really passive aggressive. It didn't go well. But then when he kind of redeemed himself, Katie didn't do herself any favors. And I just felt like she dug herself a bigger hole. Um, well, Katie, like, is so, constantly being like, I'm just unsure. I'm like, what's the matter? Like, like, right. come on. Like, what? Like, well, really? and then when like, she that's, goes that's running after him, yeah. I hated that because she goes running after him and she still has nothing to say. Yeah, like, like, it's still just like, I just want to hug you. Ah, or like, she just keeps repeating herself. Yeah. Like, what would it take for you to stay? Or like, he's just told you what it would take for him to stay. Like, yeah. she hasn't actually like, resolved anything and for that reason like you should never run after him like well, it's the same thing i mean she ran after andrew too like with yeah. minimal plan and then like threw a weird like well would you want to stay like yeah. I don't know, so, so, so i mean i think it's good that greg exited yeah yeah so greg uh greg went home Greg. from what we know what we understand and then we got a really weird like montage at the end of katie and greg together an in like, memoriam through, if you will. And yeah it was like an in memoriam like like we lost greg uh that, that this night and uh you know we had sarah mclaughlin playing in the background and you know we just got some like you know vignette style cutaways of them like kissing montage. and like having a having good times over the course of the season so uh we'll see i mean I, honestly i'm very upset that we have to probably go through two to three hours of this next week, but like kind of really, really intrigued as to like how it's going to play out because um, I mean, there's no way either of these other two guys could win at this point or should win. And, and if she ends up engaged, it's going to be one of the biggest travesties in the history of, of relationships. Uh, like if she's engaged to like Dingbat Blake or, or Justin, I can guy see it happening. Like, well, I mean, I, I could, I, I could see that being with Blake, Justin. I, I'm holding out a little bit of hope that he's going to be like, whoa, whoa. whoa. But for no, trailers but... for next week's, the teaser for next week's episode, it definitely seems like it's out there that she's struggling with Greg leaving. And at that point, like, I don't know how is one of the other contestants, especially Blake, who went through this with Claire and Dale, can say. Oh gosh, if she's hung up on Greg, I don't like. I don't know how you convince yourself to stay in there and like see if she changes her mind, right? Yeah. Like Blake maybe needs to get back out in the woods for a couple months just to reset the bats here a little bit, wrangle some more moose. We should also say that um, I guess at the end, so Katie was mad. She went back in to oh, her room. Yeah. We saw her like book a ticket home. I'm I want to go home. I'm done. I'm done. Book me a ticket home. I'm out of here. And then. Uh, what's her name, Caitlin? Yeah. Yeah. Old old girl comes in, creeping in. Hey, and wants to like, and does the through the door talk Will conversation, talk to me? which is, I mean, just uh, really, really dumb. Um, it was pretty patronizing the way she, yes, like, the way she spoke to her. Every conversation that Tasha and Caitlin have had with her has been fairly patronizing. Yes. Caitlin but, um, especially for some reason. Yes, Caitlin especially like acts like she has it all figured out just because she's. Brother man with the with the mic still in his hand. What a nerd. <laughs> this is why I the show needs like a neutral host. Not a past, 
yeah. lead or contestant, but like they someone who knows on. how to like host the show. Well, I who saw knows just it, how it looks to like ask we get questions. Damn, David Spade in Paradise. So that should there be fun. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I haven't missed him until good. this week's episode, but like this week's episode needed Chris Harrison. No, they really did. They needed Chris Harrison <laughs> to sit down with Greg. We needed Chris Harrison to sit down with Katie. Yeah, and, and hit her with the, so what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you thinking? I know so what hard. do you yeah. want to do? Yeah, Katie, right across roads here. The show Caitlin's just like, well, like, Basically, like, what did you I... what did you do, or what happened that made him want to leave? And did you really try to get him to stay? Like, geez, lady. Also, like, the yeah. very beginning of the conversation was hilarious. Katie was just like, "What questions do you have for me?" <laughs> and <laughs> like, and then talk? she started trying to like do the company thing to like talk her through. Like, okay, it's gonna be okay. Like, you're still gonna get engaged. Don't worry. Like, this is the part where. You, you know, no. it hurts a lot, yeah. but don't worry because it'll get better. Like, just trying to keep her on the premises at all costs so that we can milk another episode or two out of this. <coughs> disgusting. Yeah. So disgusting. Hated it. Anyway, hated it, but loved it. Like, this is what this we is needed tremendous in this episode. Like, we had to get through two terrible hometown dates to get to the drama that we all wanted the chaos yeah i mean we've had two fairly duddish seasons back to back here um, we at least avoided like a racism controversy so far this year which has been fingers which crossed. has been good even though uh, apparently our boy andrew had some questionable tweets out there back in the day but you know justin just andrew. no andrew did too oh didn't know that mm-hmm. i mean i i think well, I don't want to downplay anybody's tweets, but it seems like he maybe was like, you know, popping off at like the ripe age of sixteen, maybe saying some some things he shouldn't huh. have said, and making fun of fat people or something like that. You know, not a good look, but also maybe not, huh. maybe not racist, maybe not <laughs> as uh, to the level that we've seen before. We'll put it that way, and we'll move on. So that all said, here's my theory on why they did the whole like Greg montage at the end. I think next week is going to be the com it's like apparently a three freaking hour finale so it's definitely going to be some kind of combo of like the finale and after the final rose i'm thinking they did the montage because they're going to bring greg on the after the final rose like live and try to like do the whole i'm still in love with you thing and so like knowing that he'll probably have watched this episode they're trying to play to greg's like emotions they're trying to look at your story butter him up can like uh subliminally brainwash greg into loving katie again that's my theory i like it i wouldn't put it past him yeah yeah because that's that's a room full of dingbats they're like you know what might work is if we, we put an Oscars style in memoriam segment together for <laughs> the bad signal to call him back. He's we know he's very he's very needy and uh, emotional. This will definitely get him. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm really ready for the season to wrap up. Ready for some paradise, yes. even though yes, it's two episodes per week. I'll, I'll take it. And uh, I'm getting a little nervous about Michelle's season. I was kind of hoping we would maybe start getting back to some normal rhythms maybe some travel but with the the covid variants it doesn't look like we're going to be getting that they started filming already too 
<sighs> they started filming like a couple weeks ago. I heard that the only travel they do is like to her hometown. Like hmm. that they go to Minnesota. Do they get to see her classroom? Probably. Virtually, I bet. Is that your point? Well, I shouldn't say the only travel. The travel they've done so far from what I've heard is to Minnesota. Hmm. So they're done? No, I just heard that the, like that was something they were going to do. Oh. Maybe there's more travel that I highly doubt. spoilers, eh? Interesting. No, wow. I'm not reading spoilers. <laughs> wonder where it you came heard this. Up, Good point. Wonder, wonder where you heard this. It came up <laughs> in a podcast I was listening to. Oh, was it called the Reality Steve Podcast no, with spoilers? It was Juliet Littman's Bachelor Party Podcast. They just mentioned that Featuring they Reality did confirm that some travel happened. Guest of honor, Reality Steve. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. I think Reality I'm Steve got into some hot water, too. I have morals and values, okay. unlike some people. I have morals and values, too. I have never once cheated on this. I just know what happened before you guys did. That's all. Wow, what a way to spin it. That's not spin. That's the truth. Mm. As per usual, mm-hmm. I am being castigated. Unfairly. Always the victim. Always <laughs> on me again as Emily's <laughs> out here just filling us in in like intimate details of Michelle's season like unfettered uh, nothing about any of the guys or who wins the hot sport you it's about literally Big Randy? You heard about, about Big filming. Randy? it's about where they're filming get over yourself where some of is, us have done worse do we know what the no, none of us have done worse what is the <laughs> what is the home location I think it's Minnesota. No, no, no. I mean, uh, like where, what, oh, sad, that I don't what know. sad resort are they what, in what base I, camp? I don't have that information. I hope it's Hopefully a place it's that has upgrade. some foliage. <laughs> yeah, this place for Katie. Shoo, I know. Yeah. Like the freaking Nemecolon had all sorts of activities to do. <laughs> right. I think like, she's just honestly, take it just back. run the Nemecolon back. I know. I know. Like, yeah, they have to go to some kind of resort that has activities because oh my gosh clarentasia's resort and then this resort both i guess they gotta go to like resorts where they can like take over the whole place and like rent it out though so yeah i mean it might be slim pickings right now because everybody's back on the travel horse yeah Hmm. maybe they just hung out at the minnesota Lynx stadium for like 12 straight weeks oh i hope a-rod shows up because he's the new owner Uh of of Uh the t-wolves and the Lynx owner (laughs) <laughs> love it okay anything else before we move along here so we i mean cannot wait really i am waiting with bated breath for next week's episode to see how this all shakes out will katie find love will she leave engaged will i be disgusted at however it goes down regardless absolutely <laughs> can't wait jordan any final words none none from this side could she no i'm good all right Thanks for joining us, guys. The Wheel Route. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. <clears throat> WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And you can go to thewheelroute.com where you can stream the show, see some other stuff we got on there. And uh, otherwise, get the show from your favorite podcast acquisition service. Until we meet again, go Gators. Go Who's. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys.